I'd bet majority of y'all are all here for different reasons. Some of y'all caught wind of the punch brand from hearing me rap, seeing me perform, even know about the songwriting, seeing me interview legends and legends and even more legends. Some know me from tour. Some know me from working the festival circuit. Others know me as a celebrity DJ. When I got leverage, I made sure I brought up new artists to the platform. I used my powers for good. Some call me the plug to the net. I make sure I was that bridge for the new guys. I've met a lot of people in this culture. Some extremely successful in their lane. Others even iconic. I've sat in every single seat that this game has to offer. And with that said, comes a new perspective. A different perception of everything that we've always known. The most authentic vantage point you've ever heard. In that breath, I present to you the Truth Hurts Podcast. You're welcome. You already know what it is, man. It's that boy Punch. This is the Truth Hurts Podcast, episode two. I, I mean, I used to always listen to podcasts, and when they get to episode two and three, they're like, oh, episode three. But it is an accomplishment. It does feel cool. I didn't know how this podcast was going to get digested. I know I put out so much content every single week. New posts, new freestyle, new this. But y'all supported. I got so many EMs, so many emails, so many DMs. EMs, that's a new one. Um, you know, everything crazy. Uh, the number one thing I just want y'all to do is hit the subscribe button. It's right down there. Let's keep this consistency. I just want to jump in. So many things happened this week. So many, so many, so many, so many, so many. So let me get a little time check. There you go. Now I know where I'm at. But um, the first thing I want to do is kind of recap slightly what we spoke about last week. The the, the post that really got so much legs is about cutting off people uh, that's extra who's dragging you down. I think it's really important. Just make sure that you're assessing first. And I want to shout out to all of the artists who hit me up and um, was asking specifically how to do this, how to do that. And I want to give a little bit of business uh, perspective. Um, I'm really on a very, on the bottom scale of this large totem pole. There are like quadrillionaires at the top here, super successful, hundred million sold artists, but even from my pace of life. So this is going to go for me and definitely everybody above me. I don't have a lot of time. I really don't. So the number one thing I want y'all to understand is this. When you see a person of interest, there is a sales pitch. Whatever we want to call it, you want to call it uh, the elevator pitch, the sales pitch. I've heard everybody call it uh, the, the speed words. However you want to title it. You have a very limited window to approach someone. What do you want to do? Artists, entrepreneurs, businesswomen, businessmen. The first thing you need to do is tell me the first reason why I should give a fuck. Why should that person that you want give a fuck about what you're saying? So let's start this really quick. If you have 10,000 followers, you need to be like, hey, I have 10,000 followers. I have a business. Now, immediately, I know how valuable you are and what role you're playing in this thing you're about to present to me. So value, your role. Then immediately after that, um, present the level of consistency that you have. So at that point, you'd be like, hey, I have 10,000 followers. I run a business. It's been going on for three or four years or two to three months or six to seven weeks, however you want to pitch it. But let me know the time. At that point, I can make an assessment of how active or what scale in your business that you're in or your field rather, because 
If you have 10,000 followers and you tell me that you've had a business for 10 years, I might look at you a little bit different. But if you had 10,000 followers and your company's been out for three weeks, I might look at you like, wow, this must be something exciting, something new. So it's extremely valuable, extremely, to understand that these are the points that need to come out first. As soon as you meet someone, at that point, then make the pitch. And then the, the most important part of the pitch is not really what you're selling, but it is why is it that what you're selling should matter to me or to anyone you're pitching to? You, you get what I'm saying? Like, why? So if you are uh, creating T-shirts, you're making shirts, the first thing that you need to do is like, hey, I do a T-shirt line. I notice that you, Punch, are always wearing fly dope T-shirts. You're always really into your fashion, your colors. Um, how do I get my t-shirts? You get what I'm saying? Immediately it becomes a personalized conversation so that there's some type of engagement between both people so that, uh, uh that person could then be, you know what? I think this is a dope moment at that point. Never, ever. I mean, it's so crazy that artists do this, but never go. Yeah, man, take my math. I don't want to take your number. And I know that the people above me don't, that's your job. You're still in the position of selling the rest of your pitch. Ask for someone's number. Ask for their email. And the best thing to do is ask, what's the best way to contact you? Some people are email. Some people are text. Some people are phone calls. Some are not even, they don't even want to communicate. They might want to just deal with Twitter, the book, or Instagram. So you got to kind of gauge what you're doing. When you're reaching out to someone, remember, they don't know you, and they don't owe you anything. They owe you nothing. So don't, 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 don't feel... Uh, don't feel like, uh, what's the word? Like, like some people just feel like it's, you have to pay attention to me or it's, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's a form of entitlement. You get what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's a very entitlement is a very dangerous emotion. It's a very dangerous mindset. It makes you ignore things and it makes you forget about the groundwork, but that's just some super important because let me tell you something. I make pitches to people all the time. You get what I'm saying? Uh, trust me. Let, let me be very specific with you. I make pitches to 50. I see them all the time. We're cool. We're great friends. Everything is all cordial. But when 50 Cent is running in the office and Stars is calling him and liquor brands are calling him and G-Unit artists are calling him and his sound and he has his BT show, that's a million things going on. So if I got to stop and catch his attention, I have a very small amount of time to be like, hey, Fifth, remember the idea that we spoke about? You know, you got to pitch in and it goes for everybody. So don't just look at it like it's something for a small guy always chasing a big first. Sometimes it's just about it can be a lateral play, but it's very important. Um, I think that uh, entrepreneurship in this culture is extremely, extremely celebrated, but it's very distorted. It's a very unrewarding lifestyle until you really become successful. Entrepreneurs and everybody that kind of looks at this, you know, some people go, hey, Punch, what do you do? And, you know, obviously I work for myself and, you know, most of my team does. And the reality at hand is we don't get much until something starts happening. I've been working in this culture um, with music, literally like my everything for at least 10 years plus. Like I need y'all to really understand. All of this shit is cool, this money, the, the, the freedom that this culture has possessed me, um, it's amazing. But I've put in 10 years plus in this. I've been waking up 7 a.m., going on every, I mean, back to the blogs, the messages. I've been doing this for so long. It's robotic to me. Um, one thing that I've been having a lot of conversation with my team about is free thinking and independent work. 
Very valuable for people who want to get into the music industry and really dive in for a moment. You really got to understand that if you don't have anything specifically to do, there's so much free thinking that can be done. Let's just jump into it. I'll teach you. I'll give you a very, very great thing. A lot of people don't even know this. A lot of people overlook how simplistic this want to be. If you are a singer, you want your music to be on the internet, you want people to be engaged. The best way to go about this is figuring out how to garner some form of a buzz, how to start knocking on doors, but people feel like they don't know what doors to open up. I want you to think back to that moment. Where's the last artist that fell onto your lap? Like literally, I know like, let's take R&B for a moment. I know that when I heard Bryson, we all went crazy as soon as Bryson came out. There was a large excitement. Everybody was like, where's Bryson's music? Spotify, iTunes, there were websites. You were just trying to figure out where. The reality is, is that you just got to figure out where did you find that artist? Where? Because other people found that artist. They did, they, they, they did the magic tricks themselves. You find out if it was www.rnbmusic.com. I'm making this up. Don't kill me. Um, hit up R&B Music. They don't respond. That's what you should do. Go under the post. See who wrote it. Google their name. Figure it out. Take some initiative. Take those extra steps. You get what I'm saying? If that doesn't work, cool. Go through the site. Maybe you know an artist that got posted. Hit that artist up. Now, some artists are haters. Yes, yes, yes. But a lot of artists are very uh, genuine with other artists because we all know the trials and tribulations that we all go through. We all understand that this culture isn't designed any easier um, for anyone else than, you know, than themselves. So maybe they'll go, hey, this is how I got on the site, or hey, I know this publicist, et cetera, et cetera. That brings up another thing. Paying for your craft, paying, investing. Artists, invest in your brand. The thing is this. If you had a... Ah, man, I always try to give you another perspective because sometimes you get lost because you're so passionate. Okay, let's take this. You have a child. You want your child to be the dopest child. The first thing that everyone says about their child is, y'all want to get them in after-school programs. I want them to have tutors. I want them to be the smartest in my class. A lot of times, I want them to look the best. You are investing in what you feel is going to be the best mirror image of you and your partner. Because y'all are the two that made it. You want that to grow. So look at your brand as your own baby. You gave birth to your brand. How are you going to nurture that child? How do, you make, how do you make that baby the best baby in its class? The best thing to do is find out what exactly does your brand need to stand alone? Literally. How do you make your brand not look like anyone else's? How do you make your brand not feel like it should be grouped with anyone? That's what I try to do with my own physical brand. I tried to go, well, look, I rap. Shit, how do I stand up? Well, maybe if I rap and I start a and all right, cool, what if I do that? And now all of a sudden I'm, this, I'm the hybrid. You get what I'm saying? I, I'm in five, six, seven different lanes, as many as I can, to make sure that no one can go, oh, Punch is one of those guys. You can't. At this point right now, there is no one in this entire culture of hip-hop that can go, yeah, Punch is like, because it's not. You know what I mean? Because as soon as you put me in that bracket, I can tell you a lane that I know for a fact that they're not doing, and now I'm separate again. 
So figure that out. Figure out what it is. I mean, let's go to the simplistic point. How does your logo look? If no one was able to say a word to you and you only showed them your logo, what does it mean? I want everyone right now, if you have a business, if you have an idea, you have an, a thought that you are cooking up, what is your logo? They do not know anything about you. What does your logo tell them? If it does not tell them anything, if it does not guide them to where you want them to go, 10 to 1, that's a bad fucking logo. And I need it to be so ice cold. Don't fuck up before you have a chance for the win. Your logo is like your outfit. Imagine meeting the pair, but the, I was about to say the woman of your dream. Imagine literally the woman of your dreams walks into the club. That's the day you don't have a shape up. That's the day you didn't take a shower. That's the day that you spilled soda on your shirt. You miss your damn woman of your dreams. What if? I need certain things to sink in at times. You get what I mean? What if uh, you're a boss, you're trying to be, um, you're the boss of your own company, you're looking for an investor, you don't know. That person right there, you hear them overthinking, hey, I don't like this investment, I don't know, now all of a sudden you found out that person might have some money, and you immediately are like, wow, I need to make my pitch, and guess what? Your logo isn't good, your website's not done, your Instagram's looking bad, you miss your opportunity. Point being, invest in your brand, invest in it, cultivate your brand. Treat it like a child. Now, if your child was, let's, let, let's raise that child up to a toddler where they're at some form of competitive level. Your child is now playing uh, preschool baseball. If your child, you get what I'm saying, you want them to get as much hours on the field, but you also want your child to perform the best. Maybe you go and in the backyard, you're showing them how to catch. You're showing them how to swing because you're going to cultivate your baby prior to putting them out. So don't rush your brand. This is not a race of the fastest. This is literally, it sounds so cheesy, but this is a race with which one is going to last the longest. Some of us skyrocket right over us. There are people right now that you can go and go, yo, man, my competition, yo, when that girl dropped that, she shoot right over me. And then now you look and you have that steady growth and that shot up and it crashed right down. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I've watched people blow right past me and then... I'm just looking and I'm like, wow, it's starting to drop down, drop down. And all of a sudden I see him on the floor and they're not moving at all. And I'm just at my pace, walking right past them. You get what I'm saying? The value of everything with your brand is understanding at what point you want to expose it to the world. At what point is it strong enough? At what point would you give a shit about it if someone told you about that brand? It's very important. Pull yourself out of your own dream. Pull yourself out of your own vision. Find it. Um, because when, when, when you're able to step back and look at your brand and look at what you're cultivating, at that point, you can literally see where are you at on the scale of success. You know, being aware. Like, I, I consider myself pretty successful, you know, um, to a lot of people I know, you know. But then again, it's like I want to be cool with Hove and Puff and Fifth and Dre and Bird I'm not that successful <laughs> because they can go, yo, bro, let's jump on the yacht. And I'll be like, so whose yacht am I, um, you know, going, you know, it's all about, it's all subjective. It's, it's, it's very important. It's, it's, it's super important to really know where you're at with your brand to then do so, to come back to the, the, the simplistic point of investing your brand. Know what you're doing. Know what you want to do. I just kind of want to start that idea. We're going to get way more into different levels and different ways that you can invest in a brand in weeks to come. But I just want y'all to start off, grow with the podcast, and, 
and grow at what you're doing. You get what I'm saying? Um, but just invest in yourself. Don't don't think that everything should be entitled and that this all should just literally just happen for you. You got to spend money sometimes. And if it might be in the development, it might be in a meeting. Sometimes you might need to go, listen, you're super busy. I have $100 to sit down with you for an hour or two. Is that possible? Literally. I promise you, if you hit the person up that you want to talk to the most and said, I have $200 for you right now. Can I get two or three hours or $100 for an hour? Any time that you want. That moment to literally go to your person of focus and literally go, can I sit down with you? I guarantee you that person will sit down. They'll put their phone down and they'll engage with you. Because at this point, you're not asking for a favor anymore. You're beginning and trying to start business. Business will supersede it all. Money runs the world. It's sad. It's depressing. But if you put four finances, someone will respond. It's just reality. You get what I'm saying? Um, on the note of finances and on a note of people putting up money for things, I think it's something um, that I need to speak on. A lot of y'all have probably seen um, me on Fox News. Um, you know, honestly, thank you to Judge Janine for um, speaking to me. I mean, we had a very uh, interesting dialogue, um, to say the least. It was... A very different environment for me. It was a very unique moment. Uh, we were kind of just thrown in, hey, you want to jump on camera? Oh, punch, punch. Yeah, look, this is what it is. It was very spontaneous. So there was really no preparation whatsoever of what we were going to be able to talk about and what we were going to speak about. And um, Judge Janine is very, 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 very skilled at the art of um, spinning you. You know, I always talk about this, spinning someone. So she's bringing me in, it starts the conversation, and it's just like, hey, how tall are you? All right, cool, I'm, I'm six foot five, all right, cool. Yeah, so what's going on with football? What do you think about the kneeling? Oh, it's all cool. Oh my God, yo, so did you ever play basketball? It's like, she'll spin you. I don't want this point to be about Judge Janine. I want this point to be about what happens in life. I think the reason why my message was able to still get heard outside of all of the ruckus, all of the posts going viral, everyone chiming in, the comments going crazy, it wasn't about Judge Janine. It wasn't even about NFL players anymore. What it became was me as a person and as a brand and as a voice for this culture, I had to make sure that nothing moved me. I had to have tunnel vision. I did not at that point have any time or any moment to where that I could have been like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's okay over there. Oh, yo, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's cool. I had no point for it. I had to be targeted. I had to be direct. And I had to address everything that I needed to address. Nothing will mess up my tunnel vision. That's my perfect segue into one of the biggest issues in most entrepreneurs and most people developing and starting to chase their dreams is their partner. The truth hurts. I haven't given one of those this episode. The truth hurts. Fuck your girlfriend. Fuck your boyfriend. I don't give a shit about your partner or any emotions they have. As an entrepreneur and as someone independent, I am expecting you to only see the goal. I only expect you to see the treasure at the end of this road. That is all. I do not give a fuck about what's going on with your girlfriend or what the fuck is going on with your relationship. It does not matter. People, if someone in your team is constantly bringing up their partner, 
constantly bringing up this outside person or this outside hurdle. I want you all to literally look at them and say, fuck your boyfriend, fuck your girlfriend. It does not matter. In this world, you do not get two chances. We all have one life. Unless there's some magic shit that goes on and we're unaware of, we have one try at this thing called life. You cannot waste this other thing called time. It is limited. It is limited. You must understand this thing that you're chasing, this urge that's all inside of all of us that want to be independent. All of the people that want to be like, fuck my boss. I don't want to work here no more. I'm tired of making money for you. I want to make money for me. I want to make money for us. You want to be the creator of the finances. You want to be the source of the income. If you are that person and you are tired of waking up and going on the train, you're tired of going on the bus, you're, you're, just, you're just fucking fed up of making someone else rich, then you have to look in the mirror and be like, I have to do it. So when you are picking those people and those the, 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 the specific people that are going to help you achieve that dream and anyone on that in that team is slowing you down, you need to address it. And no matter how harsh or how hard it comes across, you need to address it because you don't get a second shot. Fuck your girlfriend. Your relationship is not something that I signed up for. So I don't ever want to hear about it. And y'all should feel the same. See, the most important part is of this is it's a very finger-pointing moment. Yo, your girlfriend's throwing this off. Your boyfriend's throwing this off. Very finger-pointing. There might be people that are looking at this where your partner is the actual issue. I'll talk to you for a moment. If your partner is the true reason or what's holding you back and, and slowing you down, if when you're going to a meeting, you're going to go to a meeting or how long are you going to be or, yo, what's going on? How come I can't? Any of these moments are all distractions. I just spoke to you. Judge Janine tried her best to go, look, look, look. She tried. You know what she is? She's the they. The they. The, the, the they that Khaled has been speaking about for who knows how long. She is the they. They want you to look over there. They want you to see down here. I want you to see this. I want you to understand that nothing can distract your goals. You will go absolutely nowhere if you're distracted. To be real, you wouldn't even know where to go if you're distracted. Your tunnel vision isn't tunneled anymore. It's not focused. It's a very, 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 very difficult thing to be an entrepreneur. It is very difficult to make your own rules. It is very difficult to live by your own lifestyle. It's nearly impossible to be successful at this life in America being independent. It's nearly impossible. That's why there's 95% of the world that works and 5% of the world that works for themselves. That's why. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm just rattling off stats. 5% of the world is richer than the rest of the world. Why? It's because those are the people that did not allow they to distract them. Whole focus. Take heed. Really just do, do this. I wake up every morning, and what I call it, and y'all all do it. If y'all do it, tag me, take a picture with it, post on Instagram, share it somewhere. 
that morning stare down is very important. Women, guys, it's our most raw. It's usually um, our most unattractive moment. Um, but it is the most authentic. Nothing, nothing else there. No fluff, no extra, nothing. You woke up. We all go to the bathroom. We're humans. We all use the bathroom. And you stand up and you look in that mirror. That morning stare down is so key to how you start that day. Make sure you get your morning stare down on. Assess yourself. We'll come back next episode and we'll talk about what we should be assessing. But just get used to being like, how am I? Do I look out of shape? Need to shape up? Need my hair done? Do I look fatigued? Did I get enough rest? Did I get too much rest? Self-assessment. We'll start going with where to take that, but let's just start here. So if you're with me for the next week until we come back, write me, like DM, email, however y'all want to do it. But literally, let's talk about it. Like, what was that self-assessment about? What's the first thing that pops into your mind? You know? Uh, let's really talk about it. It's important. Um, just doing a little, little time check with it. Okay, cool. I see we got a little bit left. Um, um, no, everything is cool. Um, I think... One thing I wanted to get on before getting out of here is um, artists. Please understand that what you do on social, what you do on YouTube, uh, what you speak about, it's getting heard. A lot of um, a lot of the young rappers um, from my town, they follow me. They all big bro me. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of them say I give them a lot of inspiration because I kind of give them hope. Because in reality, a lot of my big homies don't really give a shit about anybody new. And it's a sad reality. And um, it's real. If you're a big homie, you really don't care about what's happening on the bottom level. They'll lie because it sounds cute. Like, no, I pay attention. What's going on in the streets? But y'all don't really know what's going on. Why do I know that? It's because some of the big homies go, yo, what's going on in the streets? It's like, <laughs> you don't, you know, if they knew, they wouldn't have to. <laughs> they my OGs. They don't be mad at me. But, listen, I pay attention to y'all. I pay attention to everybody new, buzzing what they do. You got a website, it's buzzing, I'm seeing you. You're putting out your songs, it's doing well, I see you. Your videos is picking up, I see you. I pay attention. But one thing I want y'all to understand is that some of this content that y'all are doing, just understand that this hangs with you. I see, oh, you know what? I'm going to use two different plates on this. Guys... A lot of gangster, aggressive lyrics. Women with a lot of sexual content. Now, this is probably the two most common things I see. Guys being super thugs. Women being super... We're trying to get the... What's, what, what do we want to do? Do I want to be nice? Super slutty. I can say what the fuck I want. You know? I can say it. When you're doing the slutty shit and the gangster shit. Both of these are terrible representations of yourself. Now, the reason why, let's, let's get at the guys for a second. Well, it's not guys, because there are girls that's talking this gangster stuff too. And there's probably some guys who are doing super slutty stuff. See? Now y'all can't tell me nothing. I don't really notice the guys doing super slutty stuff. I don't really follow those pages. But I know that there's probably some guy out here doing some super slut shit. Focus up. So, for all the guys that's doing um, the gangster things, the, the shoot em up bang bang rap, the gang rap, I'm going to tell you this real fact. I bumped into my man, my bro, K 
Casanova just yesterday at Jacob Javits Center. And one thing that Casanova said is, yo, punch, this gang shit, I'm a musician, bro. I'm an artist. I'm a father. That's what I do. I make my music. I talk about the streets. I'm authentic. But I'm this. That gang shit, there's nothing beneficial coming from it. And I go, wow. Boom, boom, boom. Tells me that there's nothing beneficial with it. That showed a lot of maturity. That showed that he's starting to understand that if he wants these green pieces of paper called money, he knows that he has to elevate past it. And he's already looked past. We can see it. His brand grows. And I just want to use him as an example of somebody that no matter how people look at you, you can open up. Now he's a signed artist. He's chilling with Jay-Z. He's at Rihanna parties. You know, it's, he has the paper playing on his hat. Applaud to him. But guys, I'm getting calls. Police department. Uh, state officials. City officials, rather. Not state. Um, fundraisers. They don't want y'all to be a part of it because it's bringing too much of what y'all are talking about here. Y'all know it. I'm on the phone with y'all. I yell at y'all. I talk about it all the time. Y'all have to figure out that what you're doing on a street level is impacting more. Just do better. We can't get too much into detail with it, but just understand that what you're speaking about will always be on you. So you're going to have to work double and triple time to get these negative connotations and this bad, uh, aggressive street weight that's on you off your shoulders when it's time for you to make money. Imagine if you guys get really hot, like half of y'all are hot as shit. Hot. Man. Some of these guys got millions of views on YouTube. Y'all know them millions but they can't get a show for the life of them because no club owner wants to give them a show because their fan base looks like it's going to get too aggressive guys smarten up open the market up jay-z said it the best you have to grow to higher levels now women or men who have your slutty um type content the, the, the problem with this is this. You have to have a standard for what you just know is just too much. Before we start trying to make this a sexist thing or anything about it, because there are the guys that are doing the slutty things too, not sexist. Just let's make a standard for ourselves to so that, you know what? This is too much for a view. I know in this culture, it's all about the likes and the views. It's all about the headlines. We see the salacious headlines as wild as we can be. What's the wildest shit I can say that will get this video clicked on? They write it. You know, it's a, the for the dick challenges, the for the pussy challenges, fantastic, because it's funny. But there are some talents on the internet that are living a real life for the dick and for the pussy challenge. Do better. The truth hurts. Have some class. Like, of course there are success stories. There are success stories of people who have overly sexualized their content and somehow became famous. But be fucking clear. Those statistics are gauged drastically, drastically far in between. It's it's crazy. I Man, it's wild. If I see another girl go Kim Kardashian, like, stop. 
Stop picking at these five or six or even 10 women who made it. There are like 10,000 who just basically gave up so much of their pride to chase these 10 and now can't live prideful things because they've done so many things in between for the views and the likes. Just really do better. Like at the end of the day, just imagine if you did have a child or if you did have someone that's looking up to you, because a lot of y'all don't like to be role models, even though that we're all forced to be role models once you get to a certain scale of popularity. You just have to understand, people are looking. How do you want to be seen? You know, like, how? How do you really want to be seen? Do you want to be that person? Do you want to be that headline? Like, what? you know what? I want to end with the coldest truth hurts. And God forbid, God forbid that any of you people were to pass, die one day. What would your last post say about you? God forbid any of us die tomorrow. What would the last post on your social media say? Would it be something that you'd be proud about? Would it be something that your family would be proud about? Your children would be proud to be like, look, my mom, my dad said, truth hurts. It's one life to live. Make sure we do it right. It's all good, man. Podcast this week. It's all good. I'm happy that y'all tuning in. Make sure y'all subscribe. This button is so... If we're doing a video, the button would be here, I believe. If it's not and the camera flips it, it'll be here. But look, the button will be here or here. It's going to be a red button, and I need y'all to press subscribe because it's the only way that y'all going to know what's up. Click the video, share it. Hit me on the gram. Hit me on the book. If you know about a new social media that's picking up and we want to jump ahead of the curve, hit me up with it. I'll join on it. I'll add to the first, uh, you know, black net social networking. I'm just making it up. Let me know what's up. But it's punch. Um, the truth hurts. And you already know what it is. Bang.